Welcome to the Better Wealth Podcast. I'm Matt Hallern, and I'll be your host for today's podcast, and I'm joined, as always, by Scott Stoffer, Certified Financial Planner and MBA. This podcast is brought to you by Better Wealth, located at 1475 Saratoga Avenue in San Jose, California. Today's podcast, we're going to talk about the 10 disciplines of Better Wealth. You can go on to the website, betterwealth.us, and download this paper today. Today, we're going to talk about the first one, understanding what you can't control. And Scott, there are so many things in life that we can't control. How do you talk to your clients about this control issue? Oh, good question. You know, and, and if you if if you were going to take away just one of the 10 disciplines, this is the the one that I think is most important. Um, so many times when you meet with people and you talk with them about their financial goals, their financial dreams, or what they're trying to work on, there's just a tremendous amount of anxiety, fear, concern about the stock market, about their investments, about their portfolio. And so one of the things I think is just so important to understand from step one, from day one, is we, we can't control it. Um, and so it's really starting the first process of understanding what we can control and what we can't control. There was um, an author in the early 1900s, one of the first real sort of personal success authors, uh, Napoleon Hill, who, who coined this phrase. And, and he had three things. He said, you need to control what you can, cope with what you can't, and, and concentrate on what counts. And essentially, that's what we try to do at Better Wealth, really help people understand that we can't control what the stock market does. Um, it's going to, you know, I always tease people. I have a little crystal ball here in my, my conference room, and, and I look at it, but it, it never works, and I can't figure out how to get it to work. So there's other things we can do, and that's what those 10 disciplines are all about. Um, but the number one thing is first understanding that we can't control what the market does. So let's look at the things that, um, that we can control and, and focus our effort and energy there. Tell me a story about a person who you've had come into the office who thought that they, were, they, they would have a lot more control over the, the markets, what the Fed does, the world economy, terrorist attacks, the cost of living, inflation, all of those different things. And, and just tell me a little bit about how that client might have had an epiphany or a greater understanding of how they should look at their long-term financial plan. You know, the, uh, the idea when people come and meet with me that I find um, lots of times is that as a financial professional, as a certified financial planner, been doing this for 15 years, they, they think I might have that answer of what the stock market's going to do. They think that um, you know, I'm the expert and, and therefore I'll have some sort of control that, that maybe they don't have right now. And I try to be really, really honest and, and just try to say, you know, I, I don't have control over the, the stock market. I don't have control over the Federal Reserve, the uh, world economy, interest rates. Um, so I think what's helpful is that they understand that we're in the same boat together. Um, but just last week I was meeting with a husband and wife and he works for a high tech company and, you know, they've, they've done very well and their situation is, you know, he sort of looks at it and says, I don't know if my company is going to do as well in the future as, as it has done in the past. What do I do? You know, we have these stock options. We, we don't know when to sell and gosh, you know, I, I'm so involved with the company. It, it's like, I can't be independent of it. And what we try to do and, and what we did in this situation was really spend time with them to talk about what are their goals, what are their objectives, what's their path, what's their plan, and identify for them, okay, here's the missing piece. If you set aside this amount of money 
then then you're you're taking care of in terms of these goals. So in that situation, it's it's almost as if we can't control what the market does. We can't control what the performance of your individual company stock will be, but we can control how much we set aside for our different investment goals, be it college, be it retirement, be it a, a second home, whatever that might be. And and simply by by understanding that and taking that burden off uh, their shoulders, you know, they walked out of the appointment really excited that this is within reach. Here's what we need to do. Here are the things we can control. Let's not focus our time and energy on the things we can't control. Um, and, and let's move forward on that. And that is uh, what we try to help people do. And, and that's where I think that role as a personal, you know, financial fitness coach comes in. Um, because we can see things a little bit more objectively than you can sometimes. And, uh, and that's, that's worth it. You know, some of the advisors that I've talked to over the years have said, you're going to retire once. I've retired hundreds of times. And it sounds to me like that, that's right along the lines of uh, what you feel. It is. And, um, you know, having done this for, for 15 years now, I really do see the pitfalls. Um, I see what works, what doesn't work. Um, I see it time and time again. And it's funny, you know, I, I talk about this many times with folks. Um, seldom, if ever, is investment performance or bad investment performance uh, the reason that people don't reach their financial goals. Um, it, it's always because either they haven't identified their goals, uh, because they haven't saved enough, or because they spend too much. And so what we really try to do is bring those goals present for you, uh, make them real life, you know, the other thing I talk about is, you know, when we're driving down the road on a Saturday afternoon, you know, we see all these billboards for different products and things like that, uh, that people want us to buy. Um, you know, we open up a favorite magazine, we go online, we see the ads left and right of all these things that people, companies want us to consume. There's not many ads out there that really help us say, hey, is this a current want or do I have a future need that I should be saving for instead? And that's sort of my job is to help put that into context so that in the example of this couple that I met with last week, you know, they can set aside the funds for it now and know that that goal is going to be attained. Then that gives them the freedom to not worry about what the market's going to do, what interest rates are going to do, and they can start working on their next goal. If you wouldn't mind, let's give our listeners a, a preview of the other nine things that we have that we're working on here, the other nine disciplines of better wealth. So the first one that we just talked about was understanding what you can't control. Um, let's break down the other uh, nine and just give everybody just a quick overview. Uh, and I want everybody to understand that we're going to do a podcast on each of these because there's so much meat here uh, that we wanted to break it up. You know, this comes from different books that I've read, different people that I've worked with over the years. Um, and I just think it's a, it's a good starting place. So, you know, the first one we've been talking about is understand what you can't control. Really important. After that, I think what you need to do is identify your goals and write them down. And that's where we really try to spend time helping people do that. Believe it or not, that's, that's harder than you think. Um, once we've gotten some goals written down, we want to start saving towards those goals. And we can get you know, caught up so many times on, should I do it in this account? Should I do it in, in my work retirement account? How do I do it? A Roth IRA? And, and sometimes I just want to tell people, just start saving. You know, we'll, we'll work out those details as we go. Once you start saving some money, you need to figure out what the right balance is. 
how do we uh, put that portfolio together in terms of the asset allocation? Once we have um, something that tells us this is what I can stomach, uh, this is what some of the issues are for me long term fighting inflation, there are some things that we can do um, that I think are a little unique. And, and we can tilt the allocation towards some, some evidence that we do have in the stock market that, that shows us how returns work. So some understanding there I think is really critical. Um, then I always like to say a 10% discount is a good deal, but a 20% discount is a better deal. And we'll talk a lot about um, having the fortitude to invest extra money when the market's down. Um, that's, a, that's a fun one to talk about. Uh, after that, I think it's really important for people to know how much your investments cost you, not only for the advice uh, that, that I provide, but also the actual investments. And, and this is where we're going to spend a ton of time talking about transparency in the industry, knowing how much your investments cost so that you can make a good decision of whether the value, the education that you get from any financial advisor from me is worth it. Um, so we, we'll spend a lot of time on that. Next is, is managing your emotions and learning to stay the course. Um, it, it's easy to have a plan and set it up when the market's, you know, kind of going up a little bit every year. It's really hard to stick to that plan when the market's going down. Um, so how do we how do we do that? What are the ways we support you is is managing your emotions and staying the course. After that, um, you know, we want to have a map. I call it an investment policy statement. Uh, I'm pretty passionate about this. I really feel like a lot of the ones that we have in the industry are just cookie cutter statements, um, more sort of CYA uh, to really look at protecting the the firm or the individual more than than identifying what you need to understand. So our investment policy statements are pretty much customized for each and every individual, and I think that's really important. So we're going to talk about just the importance of having a map, having an investment policy statement. And then, you know, the last one that we, we're going to talk about through all the podcasts, I think, also is the value of using a coach or a teacher. Um, you know, it's just time and time again, it's been proven that, you know, whether we're too busy, whether we don't have the, the expertise or the knowledge, or, or whether we can want to get there faster, those are some things that a, a coach uh, can really provide, and, and that's what we try to help you understand. Well, that's a wonderful preview of what's going to come uh, and what we're going to be talking about in these podcasts. So uh, thank you very much for your time today, Scott. Thank you, Matt. And that's it for today's Better Wealth Podcast. I'm Matt Hallen for Scott Stauffer. Please make sure you follow us at betterwealth.us. And when you're ready to have an advisor who's focused on doing what works better for you and for your success, Scott and his team are available to chat. Stop by and see us at Better Wealth at 1475 Saratoga Avenue, San Jose, California, or call 408-659-2390.